This is the Mirror Project Podcast, an ongoing documentary series that sheds the light on the inconsistencies of the pandemic and the relationship between governments, tech giants, big pharma, and mainstream media. To watch the full video series, go to www.mp-22.com. You are listening to Lockdown 2.0. Lockdown 2.0. The virus is spreading even faster than the reasonable worst-case scenario. I hear that cases are rising, hence the second lockdown. When we say cases, we do not necessarily mean sick people, but positive test results. So let's inquire into these tests. They are basing the case numbers on PCR tests. A positive result does not mean the person is infectious with anything, let alone COVID-19. What the PCR test detects is genetic material from viruses or bacteria that your immune system has dealt with in the past. The inventor of the test himself, Kerry Mullen, had spoken previously about the test's inability to be used in detecting a certain virus. If if, if they wanted... If, if they could find this virus in you at all, and with PCR, if you do it well, you can find almost anything in anybody. Because if you can mo- amplify one single molecule up to, a, to something that you can really measure, which PCR can do, then there's just very few molecules that you don't have at least one single one of them in your body, okay? So that could be thought of as a misuse of it, just to, to claim that it's meaningful. Another issue with the tests is the number of amplification cycles used. The test swabs takes one or two sequences of a molecule that is invisible to the naked eye. Therefore, it needs to be amplified to make it visible. Everything over 35 times amplification cycles is considered to be completely unreliable. However, the WHO test standard is set to 45 times amplification cycles. Could that be to increase the number of positive results? You have been quite uh, critical of the tests that are based on polymerase uh, reaction, in in effect uh, giving us uh, too many false positives. A cycle threshold above 35 generally is people who are not infectious. Yet NHS England documentation that has not been updated since January runs cycle thresholds to 45, which is identifying people who are not infectious. If this test is not fit for the purpose of detecting COVID-19, shouldn't this be enough evidence to stop using the unreliable data to justify restrictions? If the PCR tests had not been used as a diagnostic tool for corona infections, there would not be a pandemic. We've been told that lockdowns are in place to protect the hospitals. I won't even mention all the video footage showing empty hospitals, but let's look at some real-life data. If we look at the deaths with COVID-19 mentioned on death certificates on the 16th of October, which is the last day in this report, you will see it's 674 deaths. This is the number you see on the news along with the fear-packed reminders of why we should protect the NHS so the bodies don't pile up in ice rinks. 
Let's take a closer look at this number. Out of 674 deaths with COVID-19 mentioned on their death certificate, 638 died in their homes. These figures suggest it's more likely that these deaths are as a result of other factors. I would think if you are at a stage where you are dying from COVID-19, you would go to the hospital as a last resort. Interestingly, if we look at this list of diseases and its current trend, you can see most of it is below the baseline, apart from one, which is cardiac disease. If we look at the excess deaths as per place of death, this point is proven further where you can see the five-year average deaths with the black dotted line. All deaths are below average apart from the home deaths, which is all above average. Still, some might say the lower deaths are because we got better at treating COVID-19, but there are still many cases of people getting seriously sick. Here we have not deaths, but clinical attendance recorded for respiratory cases in the UK. And as you can see, the actual attendances are below the baseline, which is the dotted line, which shows there is no extra hospital attendance with people with respiratory problems. Let's not forget that the increase in cases is expected coming into the winter months. So look at last year's graph and you will see the same pattern. And this is what is being hijacked now to make it appear that COVID-19 is on the increase. This is just a quick look at some of the reasons as to why this lockdown seems to be driven by misleading data and fear-mongering statistics. We are not even going to get into COVID the business. Corruption, empty test centres, false death certificates, DNRs in care homes or any of all the other information out there that shows something is seriously wrong here. We are testing healthy people to declare them unwell while not treating actual sick people. The good news is many respected scientists, lawyers, judges and whistleblowers are working together on legal cases, suing governments for crimes against humanity and damages using the ever-mounting evidence. Based on the rules of criminal law, asserting false facts concerning the PCR tests or intentional misrepresentation as it was committed by Messrs. Drosden and Wheeler as well as the WHO can only be assessed as fraud. Based on the rules of civil tort law, this translates into intentional infliction of damage. It is a duty to pay damages for the loss of profits suffered by companies and self-employed persons as a result of the lockdown and other measures. In the meantime, however, the anti-corona measures have caused and continue to cause such devastating damage to the world's population's health and economy that the crimes committed by Messrs. Drosden Wheeler and the WHO must be legally qualified as actual crimes against humanity as defined in Section 7 of the International Criminal Code. We have to help in this quest and the least we can do is raise awareness and encourage critical thinking. It is time to start re-evaluating what you have been told. I am not asking you to agree with everything mentioned in this video, but I am sure there is at least one point that resonates with you, maybe one that you questioned yourself before. 
do your own research and do not feel just because you are questioning how the government is handling this or the safety of a vaccine, it doesn't mean you are now a Trump lover or you believe the Queen is a lizard. These are the tactics that they use to try and keep us divided. Let's not keep falling for the same trap. Let's join forces and have an open scientific and legal debate in order to take action and end this madness. Thank you for listening. Our content has no place on social media anymore, so please subscribe directly to www.mp-22.com.